The God of Mischief is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. You are listening to Absent Minded, brought to you by Habs Eyes on the Prize.com. Okay, and we're here to have a little bit of a wee chat about the Kotkaniemi situation. Uh, about 12 hours ago, uh, KK did sign an offer sheet from the Carolina Hurricanes, and we are looking into this situation that has arisen in Montreal, and it's a little bit of Mark Bergevin's uh, fault at, uh, at this time, from, at least from my point of view. And, and first and foremost, we have to acknowledge that this is not Kotkaniemi's fault. He has signed a deal uh, that gives him a ton of money. Up front, uh, it's a one-year deal. He gets a good chance of getting the same kind of money next year. So, 100%, if anyone offered us double the amount of money from, from what we were offered from our own um, workplace, we would definitely sign that contract and, 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 and get that uh, and take that. It's, it's not a problem, really, for me to see that it, it would be this way. This is the way the, 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 the rules of hockey is written, and the, that's how you have to um, play by. So, so really, we, we need to say that. And let's face it, if Kotkaniemi's agent didn't get him to sign this, he would be fired from his agency, more or less, at the same time that it came out that Kotkaniemi didn't sign. So, so, so leave that. Second, if you should blame someone, it has to be Mark Bergevin. He has dragged out these negotiations far too long. Either you sign a player directly, especially a player that you look as a part of the future, or you are aware that he can walk. There are um, quite a lot of people saying that Carolina and Montreal has been in negotiation about a trade in regards to Kotke Nimi. And, and again, Mark Bergevin has to be aware that uh, the offer sheet situation exists and where, where the ballpark is, um, he would never get more than a first for, for Kotkaniemi anyway, and it would have to be more of a Sergachev um, draw trade again. And, and uh, it's one of those 1 1 trades that uh, Mark Bashev had lost, and I don't think that's, that's really something that he was looking for. But obviously, Carolina knew and used this offer sheet in a very, very good way. Uh, so, so fair play to them. Um, Mark, Bergman's, Mark Bergman's job is to realize that this is the way it's being played. This is what you have to do. This is what you have to to. You cannot ask for the moon and be shocked that someone else offers you uh, a fridge, because because people will take advantage of this. And I'm sorry if you hear some other words around me here, because. Uh, I'm at my local coffee shop and, and recording this with the wind in my face as well, so I hope the sound is all right. Uh, when Danor left, and, and the way he left, um, you have to... Mark Bergevin's first call 
would be to Kotkaniemi and say, okay, let's get this done. We've got two days to sort this out, do it. What do you want? What do we want? Where can we meet halfway or, or, or something like that? But he didn't. He signed Paling to, to a reasonable deal, fair play, and, and that's good. But going into next season with Paling Bademo as two second and third line centers, that's not going to be a very good team, is it? Um, and he should be aware of the offer situation because he has used it himself. So, so he can't really be shocked about this development. I, I can't see that happening. Um, and let's talk about the Aho offer sheet. It was an offer sheet that was fair, a fair value, pushing the Aho negations a little bit over the top, but not too much, because he didn't want to risk the future of the team. And this is what he does, has put the team in. He's risking the future. We, we're going to look at solutions in a little bit, but, but let's start with that. And can the Canadians really let him walk or not? But, but um, yeah, this is a tougher offer deal than, than uh, Carolina got for Aho. They replied within minutes, more or less, and saying that, yeah, we're going to take this offer sheet, it's fine, deal with it. It was a whole lot of nothing. Carolina has used this offer sheet in a very, very smart way. For 6.1 million, not a problem for a one-year deal. I, I don't see that as The problem comes next year. The problem comes if it doesn't work out and the qualifying offer is still 6.1, just to keep him around. What happens if he doesn't develop? What happens if, if, if it goes pear-shaped in, 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 in any way? You know, an injury, something like that. He starts at 6.1. It also gives Suzuki's agent an opening salvo in the negotiations with Nick Suzuki next year. That is an even worse situation. This is what, what, what's causing the problem. And this is why we haven't heard from Montreal saying, you know, we got, we're, we're going to let him walk or we're going we're gonna, to um, uh, keep him to this price. Because this offer sheet is very, very thought through. It's a great offer sheet in some ways, and I hate to say it because it hits my team, but it's really what offer sheets are supposed to be like. You put the other team in a really bad situation. Fair play. They've done that and taken advantage of the situation. And um, yeah, I, 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 I can't say this enough. It's, it's very smart. And if we applauded Mark Bergerman for the Aho offer sheet, we need to give a standing ovation to Don Vardell for this one because it's a perfect offer sheet. It messes with Montreal now and it messes with Montreal next year. And there is a chance that Montreal can be the only loser again. Which brings up to, to, to the question, should Montreal let KK walk or take the offer sheet numbers themselves? Let's remember, the first compensation would be a first and a third round pick in a deep draft. That, that's the first. You can also not trade Kotkaniemi for a year. And this is, um, I, haven't, I haven't really looked into this, and I have, or I've asked around, but I haven't gotten a clear answer because it's still early morning Sunday here in Sweden. But if Montreal can't trade him for a year, can Carolina trade him for a year? Because if they can't recuperate the cost at the deadline for Kotkaniemi and send if they have a bad season, you know this is going to be a problem. So this can mess up two teams for, for, for a reasonable amount of time at least. But yeah, so 
and, and, and I, I, I want you to go in and, and to eyes on the prize and read the comments because there are some really good comments in that comment section of, of the article. Uh, everyone gives their view. Uh, it's a respectful tone. You don't always have to agree, but you listen to each other. And I think this is, this is an example of what the community really has done very, very well uh, lately. And, and it's a perfect opportunity to, to actually give in, learn, learn from each other because everyone learns if you read all of those comments down, down, down the thread. If you leave it, the compensation will be first and a third for a deep draft. That, that's decent, you know. Um, you have to bet on Carolina not to make the comp playoffs. Or if they make the playoffs, they only make a round. Which is a possibility with the goalkeeping that they have. But on the other hand, they would have an offense that, that could really start to thrive. Especially if Kotkaniemi clicks with a player there and he, he doubles the amount of points that, that he did last year. I'm not saying that's easy for Kotkaniemi to do, but it's a possibility. And, and it, is, it is something that, that you would have to consider, because the other option is that you start to get a salary situation similar to Toronto Maple Leafs, where the first two lines are supposed to score a ton of goals, and uh, the second two lines would have to not let in as many goals and, and starting with that, you're going to have a second or third line centre earning 6.1 mil. And he has a qualifying offer for 6.1 mil next year. Yeah, where, where you have Caulfield and Suzuki coming up, Ron, uh, Romanov coming up, and there will be other players coming up as well. So, so that is a problem. If they let KK walk, first and a third round, yeah. But, you know, for Carolina also, they will have to make the playoffs. And most importantly, can they get KK going going forward with the forward group they, they have? And can he become the offensive dynamo that we haven't really seen in Montreal? We have seen parts of it, but can he? They're betting on that, which would mean that they can then sign him later on to a better contract or, or to the similar kind of contract and, and have achieved a very, very smart move because suddenly they sit with a second and third round pick in the same draft and can build on that. It's a very interesting move here. I, I think Wadal deserves some credit for this um, also. But if KK gets going, they're superb, then it becomes great. But what if it doesn't? What if KK doesn't get going? What if there is an injury to, to any of the core players on Carolina and they suddenly fall out of that not certain playoff position, but you know, close to, and then, then we don't really know what happens. Because if, if Montreal can't trade Kotkan Imi for a year after he signed a, a, a offer sheet, neither should Carolina be able to do, which gives them a hold on, on recuperating that first and third. Because no one, if, if, if Kotkan Imi doesn't break out, they're never going to get that back. Because everyone would just wait and offer sheet him again or make sure to just get in there before um, the draft and say, you know, we take his negotiation rights for a certain kind of, of, of deal. Uh, if, if, if Carolina succeeds in this, they, they get to they get win the cup, you know, then we all, it all has been worth it. We all know that. And they, they, they might let him walk because they won the cup. And that's fair play as well. We all agree about that. 
Like, well, where do we rank a player from? As exciting as it is, it's only good if it leads to development and progress for both players and the team. And right now, for, for Montreal, we don't really know if it has led to that. For Carolina, will it lead to that? That's what we, we, we see. And, and, you know, the risk for Kotkaniemi is if he doesn't break into that top center player that, that everyone is hoping for, then he's going to become the next Alex Galchenyuk that jumps around the, the, the league on different teams for one and two year deals. Because no one is going to, everyone is going to want to take a chance on him, but if he doesn't improve, then he's just going to be moved on to the next team. So there is a really big chance that all three parts in this deal can end up losers. I don't think so. I think the, the, the Carolina has calculated with that they can get Kotkaniemi going and worst case they can recuperate some of the losses early uh, um, toward, towards um, off-season next year. But, but it is a really interesting thing. Um, and it creates sort of a weird angle because we haven't seen Montreal go in and say, you know, we're going to answer this offer sheet or not. They've just said it's been totally And lastly, I have to say this. The, the Carolina Hurricanes Twitter account has been very, very fun. They've been trolling the Montreal fans a lot last night and, and this morning. And, and I think, you know, fair play to them. But on the other hand, if you're this cocky when things are going your way, how was it earlier this year uh, when Tony D'Angelo signed with you? Then you kept very, very quiet. Come on, if you're gonna do this, do it all the time. They were also very salty last year when Montreal tried to troll them, arguably not as well. I think this is a very, very smart move by the Carolina Hurricanes. And fair play to the Twitter account, but you know, behave in, in, in remember the good times and the bad times because you haven't really excelled when it's bad either. So, so step up to that. Fair play to Carolina, fair play to troll the, the Montreal, fair play to with, and I'm, I'm saying they have trolled it with you know the press statements, with the same number of, of signing bonuses and stuff like that. I think. It's interesting. I'm not really sure what Montreal should do. You've heard my thoughts and, and I'll, I'll give them to you freely. But on the other hand, yeah, now you're tired of hearing my voice and uh, I'm going to sign off and continue that great discussion in the Kotkaniemi thread because it has been great and, and it's very insightful. Um, I personally would probably let Kotkaniemi walk in this case. I'm also going to eat chow on that. If, if it doesn't happen, and Kotkaniemi can stop those numbers that we all hope that he will be able to. Um, thank you guys for listening.
American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20.